No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where the Lord takes Elijah into heaven, but before he goes, Elisha asks for a double portion of his spirit. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in 2 Kings chapter 2 on Simply the Bible. We can know the impression we've made in life by the ones we leave behind who follow in our steps. Elijah was a mighty prophet of God, but now his days on earth were over. Yet he had a valuable apprentice ready to fill his shoes. We continue in 2 Kings chapter 2. And it came to pass when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Then Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Bethel. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. The most successful leader will come to that day when God takes him or her. How we prepare for that day is the eternal destiny we face ahead and the legacy we leave behind. According to Hebrews 9.7, it is appointed to everyone to die once and then face the judgment. So much for reincarnation. Only two people managed to escape death, Enoch and Elijah. God would come for Elijah and take him up in a whirlwind. And the Lord had made it known to Elijah that today was the day. Elijah was leaving Gilgal with his apprentice, Elisha. Elijah told Elisha to remain in Gilgal, for the Lord was sending him to Bethel. But Elisha was unwilling to let his master go without him. His reaction reminds us of how Joshua would not leave Moses or how Ruth would not leave Naomi. It would have been easier for Elisha to stay behind. It seems that this was a test of Elisha's faith. The two men traveled together to Bethel. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And he said, Yes, I know. Keep silent. The sons of the prophets were students of a kind of prophetic school or seminary. How did they know that the Lord was taking Elijah that day? We're not sure. It could be that Elijah told them. If so, then this was Elijah's farewell speech to his students, like when the Apostle Paul addressed the Ephesian elders. He told them that he knew that he would never see their faces again. On the other hand, since this was a school of prophets, perhaps the Lord revealed to them that this was Elijah's last day. Either way, when they talked to Elisha about it, he told them to keep quiet. Maybe he just didn't want to talk about it because it was too painful. Then Elijah said to him, Elisha, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Jericho. But he said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. 
So they came to Jericho. Once again, Elijah gave Elisha the option to stay behind in Bethel while he went on to Jericho. This was the second test, and once again, Elisha stuck to Elijah like glue. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho came to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? So he answered, Yes, I know. Keep silent. There was a second school of prophets in Jericho, and Elijah visited them as well. It is interesting that on Elijah's last day, he wasn't worried. He didn't go to the Mediterranean coast to sunbathe. He didn't have one last feast. Instead, he traveled by foot to at least two different prophetic schools to bid them farewell, and no doubt to impart his final words to them. Elijah was a true man of God who cared about the loved ones he was leaving behind. He invested in them. This is how we leave a legacy. We are not immortal. The day will come when we will die, unless the rapture of the church occurs before then. That gets my vote. We can't take any material things with us, but a good man leaves an inheritance to his children and grandchildren. A material inheritance is beneficial, but a spiritual inheritance is even better. If God took us today, what legacy would we leave behind? If we knew we only had one year to live, how would we spend our last 365 days? Would we make time to invest in those people nearest and dearest to us? If we would do that knowing we had a year to live, then why not do it today? The truth is that we don't know if we even have another year. I am impressed with Elijah that he made good use of his time right up to the end. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to the Jordan. But he said, As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on, and fifty men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance, while the two of them stood by the Jordan. Now Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water, and it was divided this way and that, so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. This was now Elisha's third test. He could have stayed in Jericho while Elijah went to the Jordan River, but Elisha would not permit Elijah to depart without him. Jericho was not far from the Jordan River, so 50 students from the school of the prophets watched from a distance while the two men came to the river. Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up so that it became like a rod, and struck the water. Immediately the Jordan River divided to the north and south, as it had for Joshua when the children of Israel first entered the promised land. This would be Elijah's last miracle before his departure. And so it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask, what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? Elisha said, Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So he said, You have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. Elisha 
had passed all three faith tests. Now Elijah offered to give him whatever he wanted before his departure. Elisha wanted a double portion of Elijah's spirit. This probably did not refer to the Holy Spirit upon Elijah, but rather the same spirit or attitude that had made Elijah such an effective prophet of God. Under the law, the firstborn son would receive a double portion of the inheritance. Elijah was a spiritual father to Elisha. Elisha desired the double portion of Elijah's spirit. This spiritual inheritance would be so much greater than a material inheritance. Many people consider the material inheritance they will pass on to their children and grandchildren. But what spiritual inheritance are we passing on? What spirit or attitude have we impressed upon our offspring? Elijah told Elisha that this would be a hard thing, but if he saw Elijah when he departed, then he would have it. Then it happened as they continued on and talked that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it and he cried out, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. So he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces. As the two men walked together, suddenly a chariot of fire separated them. The chariot did not take Elijah. Rather, he went up by a whirlwind into heaven. When Elisha saw it, he cried out, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. Probably Elisha was so stunned, he didn't know what to say. The fact is that one day we will all be separated from our loved ones. If they have trusted Christ, then we have the assurance that they have gone to be with the Lord in heaven. But the separation caused by death is never easy when we love someone. Yet the best thing we can do is to be with those we love at the point of their passing, if at all possible. Elisha tore his own clothes in two as an expression of deep mourning. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him. And he went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he had struck the water, it was divided this way and that, and Elisha crossed over. Elijah left his mantle behind. It is interesting that this was the same mantle Elijah first threw upon Elisha when he called him to follow him as his disciple. Now, Elijah's mantle literally passed to Elisha. The last miracle Elijah performed, dividing the Jordan, was the first miracle Elisha performed. The power wasn't in the mantle but in God who had anointed Elijah. Elisha followed the example he had seen in his spiritual mentor, but his faith was not in the mantle or the method, but in the maker. For he said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? It is good to imitate the godly character and methods of our mentors, but we must ultimately rely upon God to work in us as he worked in them. That is how we take the spiritual legacy from one generation and bring it to the next.
Now, when the sons of the prophets who were from Jericho saw him, they said, the spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. And then they said to him, Look now, there are fifty strong men with your servants. Please let them go and search for your master, lest perhaps the Spirit of the Lord has taken him up and cast him upon some mountain or into some valley. And he said, You shall not send anyone. But when they urged him till he was ashamed, he said, Send them. Therefore they sent fifty men, and they searched for three days, but did not find him. And when they came back to him, for he had stayed in Jericho, he said to them, Did I not say to you, Do not go? Now why did these sons of the prophets want to search for Elijah anyway? Didn't they believe Elisha? Perhaps before they could give Elisha their allegiance, they wanted to make sure that Elijah was truly gone. But when their search produced no results, Elisha said, I told you so. This story gives us a wonderful example of passing the baton from one generation to the next. May we older folks make wise use of our time by investing ourselves in the next generation. Every Elijah should have an Elisha. Every Naomi should have a Ruth. Every Paul should have a Timothy. And if you are a young person, then look for that spiritual mentor from whom you can learn and receive their same spirit, maybe even a double portion. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we'll see where Elisha demonstrates the power he has received by the miracles he performs. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 2 Kings on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible